Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Brainwaves. Hear the world differently. Tune in to 3CR Community Radio, Wednesdays at 5pm for Brainwaves, Melbourne's drive-time radio show. Giving voice to people with mental illness. One in five have a mental illness, but five in five can enjoy this great program featuring heartwarming stories, great information and some laughs as well. Find us at 3CR. 855 on your AM dial. Sponsored by Mental Illness Fellowship of Victoria. On Friday the 14th of August, the Grace Darling Hotel is hosting the Big Blue Bedroom. It's a benefit show for Beyond Blue Australia, featuring acoustic artists such as Lincoln Lefebvre, Tom Lanyon from Series, Ben Stewart from Slowly Slowly, Georgia Mack from Camp Cope, Beck Stevens and Keith Dimmick. It's going to be a ripper, with live art from Ruby Knight and Benita Sullivan, which will then be auctioned off by the very inebriated, everyone's favourite, Dirty Doc and Dale. Come down and sink a tin for a great cause. Welcome to Brainways on 3CR, 855 AM on the dial. On today's show, we have Vince O'Neill, who is a consumer rep from the Doorways Housing and Support Program, sponsored by My Fellowship. And Brainwaves crew interviewing today is Kathleen, and paneling is myself, Kathy, here. Hi, uh, it's a pleasure to be here. Just Kathleen speaking, and I'm speaking with Vince O'Neill. So um, thanks for being on the show, Vince. My pleasure. So just to begin, could you tell us a bit about your background and how you got involved in the Doorways Program? Well, it's a long uh, story because I'm a, an old codger. Uh, my, um, I'm 64 years old and I'm a Vietnam vet and I've been involved with a lot of community groups down in um, the city of Port Phillip and I think through being involved with the Homeless Memorial, which has been going for 14 years down at the uh, city of Port Phillip and the Homeless Persons Week, which is coming up very shortly, I think word got around that um, I was the sort of con- uh, candidate that would be suitable for the doorway program as a consumer representative. Uh, the deals with uh, people with severe mental illness, dealing uh, at psychiatric hospitals such as St Vincent's and uh, the Alfred and so on, and they get help through the doorway program to find accommodation through um, the private rental market. Okay, excellent. And so you uh, briefly touched on your consumer rep role. Could you tell us about your role? Well, my role is um, um, a new role. Um, Doorway program, just to give um, people listening in a a bit of a background, Um, originally it was uh, funded for three years and and, um, it's been funded for an extra four years starting at the beginning of, I think, this year. Uh, 3.57 million from the state government uh, to help people with severe mental illness uh, find accommodation, and they needed a, someone from, let's say, the normal society, if you if you want to look at it that way, or a person because I'm also on the DSP, and I do understand about mental illness. I understand a lot about homelessness and so forth. I was homeless myself when I came back from Vietnam. Um, so they chose me, I'm, I guess, uh, for a lot of reasons. And uh, I'm on this doorway program for the next 
three and a half years. I've been on it for six months so far. Uh, we meet once a month, and uh, and they apparently in um, they like my input because I've been able to make a few suggestions which are taken on board. Excellent. Well, um, could you tell me um, a couple of things that you're passionate about um, with the Doorway Program uh, within my fellowship? Well, I'm, I'm passionate about homelessness and, and, and understanding that mental illness because mental illness, as we all know or most people know, uh, can affect anyone at any time, the same as homelessness. And um, the fact that we have an increasing degree of mental illness, we have an increasing degree of homelessness, including now people from the middle classes who are now living in their cars and so forth. And we have increased domestic family violence, which is leading to homelessness. So I'm passionate about quite a few areas dealing with mental illness and homelessness. Um, and I, I find that uh, being involved in Doorway with all these professional people is a good outlet for my uh, frustrations and passions, and uh, and they they view my contributions very seriously. If 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 they didn't, well, I wouldn't stay with the Doorway program. And um, could you tell us about your client base at Doorways? Well, I'm not involved in every aspect of what MI Fellowship does, or even Doorway. I'm there once a month, uh, from um, by memory one o'clock till three. And uh, we've just recently had a meeting. Um, a client base is, is um, I've got a handout from Doorway, so I'd like to read it, if I may, to do justice to Doorway rather than leave it up to my memory. So if, you, um, if I could just read this out briefly. Doorway is a MI Fellowship Innovative and uh, Evidence-Based Housing Program for people with serious mental illness who are homeless or at the risk of being homeless, has been shown to support participants to lead a more independent and healthy lives with fewer hospital admissions and decreased uh, reliance on specialised mental health supports. So in other words, these people uh, or their clients uh, are people who are under the care of psychiatric um, doctors and who have support workers and who are helped uh, through caseworkers and uh, carers, uh, as well as doorway to help them with the private rental uh, market so they don't fall through the cracks, in other words, or they're not given to public housing and um, that like. So it's uh, it's a very involved process. Uh, not everyone can, uh, is suitable. There's a very, I, I believe, a very strong um, accountability on both sides to make sure this works. It's not about numbers, it's about success and making sure that people with mental illness find support systems and um, and help through the private rental market. Um, if I can just say this finishing off, uh, Doorway supports individuals to find suitable and affordable housing in a private rental, which I've already mentioned, maintain their tenancy, develop life skills for the long term and gain employment, hopefully. So... They, they talk about the long-term future of, a, of people they take on as well as support them with their finances. Um, they pay up, I think, by memory, 70% of their, of their um, actual rental charge and, and they also pay the bond. They help with um, the white goods and um, make sure that they're in a healthy state of mind. 
So how does someone become eligible for the Doorways program? Well, like I mentioned, um, it's a um, pretty fairly stri- uh, strict criteria. First, they have to be, have serious mental health issues. They have to be under the care of a, of a doctor at the various um, hospitals I mentioned. And um, then that person is um, um, passed on to mental illness, the MI fellowship through the doorway program. Then they go through a process um, of selection. What is the process of selection? Um, I can't answer that because um, I would be um, just guessing. It's far more complicated than I could give an answer to, apart from saying they've got to have serious mental illness and uh, under the care of a caseworker, just to name two. Okay. And so could you tell me about uh, your contribution to training with uh, the Doorways program? Yeah, well, this is what I think is a really important uh, point about my contribution um, to Doorway and as a consumer rep because they're taking the role of the consumer rep seriously in Doorway um, I wouldn't be with Doorway even now if I thought it was, uh, shall we say, a Mickey Mouse or a, a tokenistic um, position um, without going into it. They actually pay me to be there and they give me taxi vouchers. So they, they treat they treat the role with seriousness. Um, far as my role there is that they they allow me to speak up and add suggestions such as they ask me, um, about the questionnaire, is it suitable for people uh, with people with mental illness? And they gave me the opportunity to look at the questionnaire and to make changes that I thought was appropriate. Now, I made nine changes out of the tw- 12 questions with simple word changes or whole sentences. And also I've been, in, I've been asked to, in, uh, to be involved in the training in future of some of the case managers and how they approach and how they talk to um, people with mental illness. In fact, I'm going to be helping with role-playing aspects of of, um, pretending to be either a caseworker or pretending to be the person with mental illness. As a lot of you listeners would know what role-playing is, it's it's getting a feel about how how you approach someone and, and how you speak to them and so on. So they put their training not just through questions, but it's face-to-face interviewing techniques. Could you tell us more about training with the caseworkers? Um, well, I'm yet to find that out because I haven't started the training, but I'm just saying the opportunity is there in the future for me to be involved in the training. It's part of the part of the um, doorway program I don't know anything about. Are you having a hard time controlling the way you eat? Food Addicts in Recovery Anonymous is a recovery program for people who suffer from food obsession, overeating, bulimia and undereating. FA is free and open to all women, men and teens that want to stop eating addictively. For a list of regular weekly meetings in the Melbourne area, visit foodaddicts.org. Hi, smart 
SMART is a research project looking at how electronic resources can support conversations between mental health consumers and workers. The project gives participants the opportunity to have eight face-to-face sessions with a facilitator using an iPad and the internet to talk about either mental health topics or other topics that that are of interest. It's being led by Swinburne University in partnership with a range of clinical and community mental health services. If you are over 18, have experienced psychosis and are interested in getting involved, please call 9214 5304 or email smartonline at swin.edu.au. And just briefly... The Mental Health Foundation of Ghana um, has a fundraising African dinner on at the Northcote Town Hall. The sumptuous African cuisine is prepared by Tribal Tastes Feast from Africa. Um, the, the event is Sunday the 26th of July from 4 to 8 p.m. at the Northcote Town Hall. Tickets are full price $100, concessions 75 family of four, 275 and a group of six or more, $510. Tickets include canapes, two-course meal and drinks. Okay, great. Thank you very much for that, Kate. So back with uh, talking to Vince O'Neill. So, Vince, you mentioned that you're a veteran. Could you please um, tell us about the (laughs) epidemic of war veterans? Well, it's a it's a very serious problem, which I don't think is being addressed very well at the moment. Um, without being too political, we've got a particular emphasis on we're open for business. Now, um, mental illness is not a business. It's it, it's a in a lot of cases it's a disease, and at the moment a lot of veterans are coming back uh, from a very traumatic uh, life experience fighting. For their country um, in Iraq and Afghanistan and a lot of them are becoming homeless. A lot of people uh, who fought for our country, both men and women, are are suffering from uh, mental health issues. Now um, our federal government doesn't support as much as they, I believe they should in welfare programs. I think they've cut back on about 200 plus welfare programs. they spend a dollar and want to make three, like any business. But human beings aren't business-focused. Uh, um, no Australian should ever be homeless unless they choose to be. And certainly as an ex-Vietnam vet and an ex-veteran, I would like to see more done to look after our veterans because, um, I mean, when you fight for your country, you should be looked after in every possible way. And um, I'd just like to see more focus on homelessness and mental illness up there with the education um, uh, department and funding as well as our buying of submarines and and, uh, jet planes. Maybe we could buy one less of each and devote more money to mental health health and uh, homelessness, particularly in the veterans and uh, domestic family violence. Definitely. And so previously you were talking about tenancy, life skills, employment and homelessness. So from a personal perspective, could you tell us more about that? Well, um, I come from the, from an area called the city of Port Phillip, which is um, St Kilda, Port Melbourne and South Melbourne. 
There are very a lot of agencies down there because we have the highest degree of homelessness in Victoria, because we have the best agencies and we have a lot of we have great. Um, uh, City of Port Phillip is a great council who provides a lot of uh, funding and focus on helping the homeless and people with mental illness. I um, I am a person who's been on the DSP since two thousand and six. I go to one of the agency centres called the St Kilda Drop-In Centre that deals with homelessness and people with mental illness and that's been going for over 30 years and I'm proud to be a participant in um, what they do there and um, they're doing a damn good job. Next door to us is the Port Phillip Community Group which deals with other aspects of homelessness and uh, helping people um, uh, find... um, food and shelter, emergency uh, relief. Uh, across the road, there was an organisation called Home Ground who are now um, joined with Hanover. Um, they're providing more services. And there's down the road, there's the St Kilda Town Hall, which obviously provides a lot of services. So we've got a very small hub, a very, uh, very unique hub in the city of Port Phillip that deals with a lot of issues that you've just asked me about. Excellent. And so just to elaborate, could you tell us a little bit more about the St Kilda Drop-In Centre, as I know you've done um, a bit of work and with them? Yeah. Um, on the 4th of August, just to mention one thing, we've got the Homeless Persons Week, which we, we're going to have a, a um, what shall we say, we're going to put a show on, if that's the term, of a lot of bands, a lot of speakers, a lot of agencies will turn up there on the day and um, and they'll be able to put a so-called show on um, to celebrate Homeless Persons Week, if that's the term, to celebrate or to recognise Homeless Persons Week. Um, last year we were able to put a display in the St Kilda Library dealing with the various aspects of homelessness, which goes from mental illness to domestic family violence to drug and alcohol to housing affordability to couch surfing and you name it there are so many reasons why people become homeless the longer someone is homeless the greater chance of of mental illness and um, dropping out of the mainstream society um, as far as 101 I've been as I said I've been a member or a participant there since um, 2006 and I've been um, a volunteer to help out with some of their programs as well as some um, other areas within the City of Port Phillip. So I, I congratulate the City of Port Phillip. I congratulate the St Kilda Drop-In Centre and all agencies that are doing their utmost with the cutbacks that they've had to endure and they're doing a damn fine job uh, dealing with the homeless issue which is increasing on many levels. So Homeless Persons Week sounds like a great way to get involved with the community. Could you tell us when um, when that date is and if people would like to get involved? Yeah, I think um, if people could, um, if they've got computers, um, they just type in Homeless Persons Week or if they live around the St Kilda, South Melbourne, Port Melbourne area, they could just drop in um, on the corner of Chapel and Carlisle Street where the St Kilda Drop-In Centre is, and that's where we're going to hold the function out the back. 
we have a barbecue area, we have a stage and uh, plenty of seating and, and uh, it, you know, you can walk in off the street and get involved. Stay 10 minutes, stay an hour. It's just the way that we, another way we celebrate or recognise Homeless Persons Week, as well as we'll have another display in the St Kilda Library and there'll be other functions going on in and around the city of Port Phillip at that time. It's 4th of August. Great, 4th of August. Hmm. Um, Vince, just to to wrap up, could you tell us a little bit more about the Homelessness Union? I understand Hmm. you're a founding member. Yeah, um, another important issue that um, I'm involved with is the Homeless Persons Union of Victoria, which we which we have connections with the Trade Hall. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, there are a couple of presenters from Ruminations at 3CR, also uh, Spike and Kelly, who also, um, uh, along with me and a few other people, started up um, the Homeless Persons Union because we felt there was a need to give pe- homeless people a voice, um, um, a focal point. <coughs> Excuse me. I'm sore throat. Give them an outlet to come along once a month and have their say about the issues were affecting them, whether they had good things happening in their life or negative things and become members. It costs nothing to join our union and um, yeah um, we're looking as many for many people to join our union so uh, there's strength in numbers. We can take our, our um, union and we can have a demonstration out um, Parliament House, we can call our local members, we can draw attention to the homeless issue, which is not being supported by any any uh, political major political party at this stage. They give lip service. I don't think they've mentioned it a hell of a lot during the last election, so it's about time that uh, it was, as I mentioned about the Vietnam... Um, uh, sorry, the um, veterans from the Afghan and um, Iraqi wars, both men and women, so just to finish up today, is there any suggestions if anyone wants to get involved with homelessness? <coughs> well, um, there are. Well, as I said, homelessness covers virtually all of Australia, Victoria. So my idea would go to your local council to see what services the local council provides. Uh, if you know of any drop-in centres, if you know any community groups, go in and possibly become a volunteer. Uh, if if you don't wish to do, um, volunteer, possibly you could drop some clothing off to any drop-in centre, which is which I'm involved in, or any any other way that people can contribute their time or energy, or even donate money directly to a particular agency. Might that, that that's all way. We're only the way we're going to con, uh, combat homelessness is not wait for things to happen, but make things happen. So. So Excellent, Vince. Well, thanks so much for being here and sharing um, your perspective. Thanks very much, and I appreciate being here too. Thanks, Vince. Uh, you can listen to podcasts of our show at 3cr.org.au and iTunes. Send us feedback, thoughts, or just get in contact, especially if you have a story, suggestions, or topic you'd like to share. Email us at brainwaves at myfellowship.org. Post to brainwaves at 3CR, PO Box 1277, Collingwood, Victoria, 3066. Thanks for listening and be sure to tune in to 3CR next Wednesday at 5pm for another episode of Brainwaves. Stay tuned for Renegade Economist coming up next on 3CR. Until next week, it's goodbye from the team at Brainwaves. 
You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.